What are the elements of a good sales launch? And this is for a course. Okay, so elements of a good sales launch. The first element of it is that you are planning in advance and you start your pre-launch in advance. Hi, I'm Adrian M. White, and with over a decade of entrepreneurship experience and launching four successful businesses, I know what it takes to grow your business online and live a more purpose-filled life doing the work that you most enjoy. Branding Invert is your go-to resource for branding, marketing, and entrepreneurship advice for service-based business owners looking to scale their business to six figures a year. This is the Brand and Convert with Adrian M. White podcast. Hello, hello, hello. I am here today for our live business Q&A launch hour. Um, give me a second or two to get a couple things together and go live on Instagram. And like the banner says, we'll be starting shortly. And I see I have two people in here. Say hello and um, submit your questions in the comments and I will answer them. Okay. Three people. I love it. Submit your questions in the comments. You can submit any question related to branding, marketing, entrepreneurship, or how to grow a six-figure service-based business. Okay. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining. Thanks for joining. So let me just, let me make sure I go um, live on IG and then we'll be good to go. All right. Welcome. Welcome. So Instagram, we're here today for a live business Q&A. Feel free to ask me anything in relation to branding, marketing, entrepreneurship, or how to grow a six-figure service-based business. Welcome, Culture Beads Collective. Glad to have you. Okay. All right. So let's jump right into it. We have 30 minutes today. Um, Janelle, submit any questions you have um, in regards to branding, marketing, entrepreneurship, how to grow a six-figure business in the comments, and I will make sure it gets addressed, okay? All right, so we have our first question. And if you don't know how this works, so I am streaming live to Facebook, YouTube, and then to Instagram. So um, when I'm talking to Instagram or answering an Instagram question, I will look down. And when I'm talking to the people that are watching from YouTube and Facebook and answering their questions, I'm going to look above. Okay. So just because I'm not looking at you doesn't mean I'm not listening. Doesn't mean I'm not reviewing your comments. Just wanted to kind of give you guys um, just a little, you know, overview background on how this goes. Okay. So let's jump right in to our very first question. Okay, so our first question is, how do you create a six-figure business with a company that has lower ticket items? That's a great question. Okay, so it all depends on what the lower ticket items are. The main thing, the main important thing, sorry, this drawer is bothering me. <laughs> the most important thing is that whatever you are selling is scalable. So if you have a lower ticket item that is a one-on-one service, um, the only way you can really scale that is by having other people 
um, on your team also be able to help, able to help serve them. But if they are, if this is products, you know, you can scale a product. There's, you know, tons of companies that have scaled to six figures and more um, that are product based. So um, you want to definitely, you know, have a marketing strategy that incorporates social, that incorporates email, that um, is search engine optimized, that maybe incorporates paid ads, but it's definitely, it's definitely um, easy. Well, not easy, but it's definitely possible to scale a lower ticket business um, as long as your lower ticket items are not things that are one-on-one -on -one services. Because if that's the case, then you're gonna have to hire help. And if your lower ticket items are super low, um, you might not be able to afford to pay your help. So um, just consider whatever you're creating that's a lower ticket item is something that is scalable. So meaning that you can sell, um, you could sell one of them per day or you could sell a hundred of them per day and it's not going to affect you and your business processes and your daily life too much. Okay, great. All right, so next question. Welcome CS Firearm Services. Ask any questions. So you can ask me about branding, marketing, entrepreneurship, or how to grow a six-figure service-based business. I will answer it live. So um, submit your question in the comments or questions. Okay, so we have another question. I'm just going to go first and first out. So we have another question from um, Dominique. What are the elements of a good sales launch? Okay, so the first thing I need to know is what you're selling, um, Dominique. So if you can tell me what are you actually selling, then I can tell you more about um, how to launch it, okay? All right, so let's go to this next question while we are on there. Um, so the next one is, when it comes to crafting small business, I've noticed that these business owners are not really signing up for a business license with their state, yet they have stores open online and are selling well. Is there any harm, pros, or cons to opening a business without a license or an EIN? Um, so, okay, so let me read it one more time. When crafting, when it comes to crafting a small business, I've noticed that these business owners are not really signing up for a license, yet they have stores open online. Is there any harm, pro, or con to opening a business without a license? So if you're operating a business under your name um, and you may be able to do a DBA, actually, I don't know if you could do a DBA without an EIN, but you definitely um, can operate some level of business just under your name and your social, and you don't necessarily have to register that business with the state. I don't know all of the guidelines, but if you're if you're earning under a certain amount um, from your business, then you may not need to necessarily um, register it as an actual business. Um, but I would say if you are looking to really grow your company, grow your um, you know, your business to five figures or six figures, then you definitely want to um, have it be an official business. And I'll kind of, let me give my story of my business because this was something that I kind of dealt with. So I actually started doing business um, in 2013. 
And I had created the company name. I had a logo. I had a website up, but I didn't actually have it as a legal business entity until 2016. And what what was the difference between those um, times is that in 2013, I was taking cash. I was, you know, don't send me to the IRS, but I wasn't declaring the income that was coming in. And it was small enough that I didn't necessarily have to, you know, declare that income um, with it because I wasn't earning that much money. But once my business started growing, I was making, you know, in the four figures, making thousands, you know, a year from the business. It was important to establish it as a business entity because one, um, I think they can come for your business. Um, I think they can come for your business, like the taxes, they can come for your business. Um, your business could get shut down. You could get strong penalties um, for earning a large amount of money and not declaring it and stuff. So if you are earning, I would say four figures or more per year, you definitely want to um, you definitely want to document um, the income and don't do like I did where I wasn't declaring some of the income that is not on the up and up. And I do not recommend that. <laughs> All right. Okay. So I see some people are joining on the Instagram. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome Frank Jagger. Welcome the virtual Herland and Ice Cold Alpha. So we are doing our live business Q&A. Ask me anything in relation to branding, marketing, entrepreneurship, or how to grow a six-figure business. Okay. And you can put it in the comments and I will answer it live. Okay. So, and then um, they said, okay, I'd assume the business needed to be documented so they can track how much you make. Exactly. So it's all about how much you make. If you're not making that much, you could potentially just declare it under um, your social, like just as additional income um, or 1099 income. But if you, again, are making four figures or more, you definitely want to establish the business. And there's not really any drawbacks. Um, getting an EIN is free. So there's not really that many drawbacks. It just means that um, the IRS knows that your business exists and is kind of tracking your income. Okay, so now we're gonna go back to this question. What are the elements of a good sales launch? And this is for a course. Okay, so elements of a good sales launch. The first element of it is that you are planning in advance and you start your pre-launch in advance. So let's say your actual launch is going to be, what's it? Today is the 11th. Let's say your actual launch starts is going to be on December 11th. So a month from now. Um, and the actual launch period, which means that you're saying that you may have um, different um, free classes that you're offering or free training, and then you're actually going to pitch your um, course. You want to actually start promoting that um, course, promoting um, promoting the free training. I would say at least a month before the actual launch. You want to build some momentum. You want to tease it, and you want to ideally build your email list. So what you can do is share. You can go live, like I'm going live right now, and share small pieces of content or small pieces of advice that you're going to share in the free training that's available in the course and do it on a regular basis um, to kind of lead up 
to the sales launch. And then once you have the launch, a good sales launch means that it's organized. And like I said, you're planning in advance. So you should be um, posting on social media, posting on emails, maybe considering some ad spin. Um, a good launch means that um, you are, you know, building momentum. You have more and more people that are joining your launch or your free training. Um, so in planning your launch, I would say the two main important things is that you have some type of free training or some type of free something that is really going to like build get people interested in what you're offering and then you can you have the ability to pitch them at the end um and then also to um what's the last part um i guess the pre-launch period where you're you're doing things to lead up to it so that you can actually get people to um you know submit with you or to um sign up and eventually um eventually enroll with you. And once you actually have your free training and once you actually have your free offer, you need to be really consistent with the follow-up with it. So um, you may give a, you want to make sure that it's time bound. So you want to make sure that there's a deadline for them to sign up. You don't want it to just be kind of open um, and anybody can sign up. Welcome DC Gator Chick. Ask me any questions related to branding marketing, entrepreneurship, or how to grow a six-figure business. Welcome, Kova Home Inspections. Okay? So, um, yeah, that's what I have to say about that question. Okay. Um, let's see if I have any questions on Instagram. Okay. It doesn't look like it right now. All right. So, let's go to the next one. Are there any software programs you recommend for small businesses in keeping tracks of items in inventory, items sold, or items returned and damaged? Um, so no, I don't know any recommended softwares for this. I'm sure you're enjoying this episode, but I wanted to quickly pop in to let you know about how you can grow your service-based business to six figures a year today by learning how to better market it online. Join my exclusive membership community, Marketing Maintenance, for as little as $49 a month and learn how to develop and implement effective online marketing strategies that bring in more leads while also keeping your WordPress website protected and up to date. This program includes website updates, site maintenance, monthly marketing trainings, one-on-one -on -one marketing strategy meetings, and marketing deliverable creation. Join today at marketingandmaintenance.com. Um, unless, I mean, so if you have an online store, so I specialize in working with service-based business owners. So some of us have some products and some of us don't. And that's why I don't know the answer to this question. But if you have an online store, um, look into the online store and see if there's some type of inventory component that you can, um, that's either available already for it or is going to be available for it. Um, um, or, you know, like an add-on. For example, um, I work with WordPress a lot, WordPress websites, and they use WooCommerce for their shop plugin. And the shop plugin actually has other plugins that I can download for additional functionality. So that functionality might be, you know, for inventory, for returns and damages and things like that. Okay. All right. 
Thank you. Culture Beads Collection said this is great information. Thank you. Welcome to the nines. Ask me anything related to branding, marketing, entrepreneurship, or how to grow a six-figure business. Okay. And they said, ah, makes sense. Perfect. Okay. Give me some more questions. I'm here to answer your questions. We got about 15 minutes left. Okay. Um, so while we're waiting for a question, I just want to do a quick little plug, shameless plug. So if you can't see my shirt, my shirt says purpose focused. And this is a part of my new apparel line, which is actually dropping tomorrow on my website. So um, if you're interested in checking it out, you can actually go today and sign up for my mailing list. Let me see if I can find the link. Oh, here's the link. Okay, so the link is brandwithamw.com forward slash shop. And you can sign up to be notified when Purpose Focus is available for sale. And I have seven different um, designs. I have different colors. I have things for the winter. I have sweatshirts, crew necks. So I'm really excited about that. And um, definitely check it out. And tomorrow, so tonight at midnight, basically, they will be available for sale on the site. So check it out. All right. Any other questions? She said, sign me up. I would love that shirt. Yes, definitely. Sign up. Um, sign up for the mailing list. Sign up for the mailing list. I don't have it up right now, but um, go to that link and you can definitely sign up and you will get. I also will send out an email when the things are available, but make sure you are on my list so that you get notified of that. Okay. All right. Any other questions? I see you guys are still tuning in. So ask me your questions. Ask me your questions. Um, let me think. Um, this isn't, it's not a question, but just kind of some words of advice. So as a service-based business owner, I mentioned this earlier, but a lot of times our growth is limited by us only offering services or not having a team. If you have a program that requires all one-on-one, -on -one, it can be challenging to grow your business because everything is reliant on you and what you are doing. So if you are not available to meet with someone or you need to go on vacation or you need to spend time with your family, sometimes you're not making money because of your lack of availability. So as a service-based business owner, you really want to consider diversifying the products and services that you offer so that some of them can be done without needing to meet with you one-on-one. -on -one. And that can look like group coaching programs. It can look like online courses. It can look like um, different PDFs and guides that you have available for sale. But definitely consider diversifying your um, product and service list to have, um, you know, things. If you want to do one-on-one, the one-on-one -on -one services, um, you know, maybe a monthly membership program, online courses, apparel, if you want to do apparel too, like me, um, but definitely consider diversifying it. And I'm going to say the same thing for product-based business owners too. Um, for product-based business owners, there may be some opportunities for more people to 
you know, pay you and spend more money by getting a one-on-one session with you. So maybe you're selling apparel, but maybe you can do a little bit of consulting on the side too, or maybe you can offer an online course that's going to be a bigger ticker, ticket item. And Dominique, that kind of relates to you saying you have all low ticket items. You know, maybe maybe you should diversify what your items are. And if you don't already have it, consider creating a membership program because then you have the low ticket price, like you can sell it at a low price, but you also have recurring income that's going to come in every month. Okay. All right. Welcome you, your work inspires. Your work inspires is one of my former branding clients. And I'm so excited to see the journey that she's been on and how well her business is doing now. Um, let me know if you have any questions, any branding, marketing, entrepreneurship, or how to grow six-figure business questions, ask me in the comments and I will address it today. We have about 10 minutes left. Okay. Next question. How did you make the website? Was it hard? How much a month? So I'm a website designer, so it's not going to be hard for me because I'm a website designer. <laughs> but if you are looking into making a website, I recommend, my biggest recommendation is WordPress sites. And the reason that I recommend WordPress is that um, you have the most flex flexibility with it. With some of those other platforms like Wix, Shopify, um, I know GoDaddy has like a website builder. There's limitations to where the site can grow to. For example, you may not be able to add on if you want it like a member portal um, or, you know, there's just like other functionality that you might find as your business grows that you need. So I recommend WordPress, WordPress.org specifically because it is um, the most flexible. And um, some people have challenges with creating WordPress websites. What I recommend is to, um, one, you need to get a host. So the host that I recommend is um, they are SiteGround, www.siteground.com. Um, and in there, you can buy a managed WordPress hosting package. So when you buy that package, it's usually about $100 for the first year. And when you buy that package, it'll download WordPress for you. And then you can either use templates that they already provide for you or themes that they already provide for you within WordPress, or you can use my favorite um, theme builder, which is called the Divi theme. And Divi has its own templates that you can use. And I just really love Divi. It's really, I think it's fairly easy to, um, to create websites with and to make changes to your sites and things like that. So consider doing um, WordPress, consider using SiteGround for your hosting. So to buy WordPress, all you have to do is go to SiteGround um, and buy their managed WordPress hosting and consider getting the Divi theme, D-I-V-I, um, to grow your business. It expands well. You can add a store, which they're not going to take a cut. There's no monthly fee. You just pay for the hosting and WordPress and the store is basically free. So um, it's a very, I just think it's great. Okay. All right. Ask me your questions. Ask me any branding, marketing, entrepreneurship, or how to grow a six-figure business questions. Oh, and in regards to the um, the cost, um, so I think I said this, it's about, you only pay for hosting, really. So it's about $100 um, for the first year. 
which is, I'm pretty sure it's cheaper than Shopify and some of those other platforms. You're welcome. Okay, any other questions? Any other questions? Submit them in the comments and I will answer it live. Okay, while we wait, I'll answer some other questions that come in. Um, I can't remember if I had mentioned this before, but um, in regards to your services, I think I did mention this before, but I don't know how far in detail. Um, so in regards to your services, if you're interested, if you're a service-based business owner and you're interested in growing your business to six figures a year, um, I always recommend that you have one program you know, you stay really specific on one main program. And it could technically be a combination of some of your services. This is what I did. Um, I have a program, a one-on-one -on -one program called Simply Branded. And it's a combination of five different services that I offer. And each of those services could technically be purchased individually. Um, but yeah, it's a combination of five different services, but I put it in a program. I made it really step-by-step -step on how you can, um, you know, what are the benefits, what are each steps, what's the process, and then I sell it as a package price. And it, one, um, gives my clients a lot of benefit because they are able to get the benefits of five different services that I offer, and two, I'm able to get uh, you know, sell a larger, larger package price, large, larger purchase price. Um, and I give a little bit of a discount because it's a package. So consider um, creating a program. And then when you're talking to people, lead them to your program. Like when you're talking to prospects, lead them to your program, because it's just going to be a lot easier for them to comprehend. And then it also is going to give you a bigger sale at the end. All right. Okay. Ask me your questions. Ask me your questions. Branding, marketing, entrepreneurship, or how to grow service-based business to six figures. Any other questions? I see people are people are viewing, so you're looking. You're looking. Okay. Great. We got another question. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> Okay, so this question says, are there any major mistakes you are aware of that entrepreneurs make? I would like to avoid them. There are a lot of mistakes that entrepreneurs make um, in their business. Um, I would say one mistake that is pretty common is that the entrepreneur is either not managing their books or doesn't have someone else managing their books. From the offset of you having a business, you know, you're going to have to report, you're going to have to report the business on your taxes, you're going to have to declare the income, and you could potentially get audited. So you really want to consider um, signing up from the beginning for, from it, from a good, or <laughs> signing up for a um, a really good tax software. I personally use QuickBooks online. And I think if your business is pretty small, it's, it's a pretty cheap monthly rate. So um, set that up. Even if you don't have any income, set that up 
connect your business bank account. That's another thing. Okay. So tied to that, co-mingling personal funds and business funds. So having one of your bank accounts, maybe it's just a personal bank account and mingling like business income that's coming into there with um, income that you have coming from other places. Um, you really also want to make sure that you are not commingling the funds. You can spend money, you know, you can spend money to pay yourself. You can, you know, you can give yourself money with the um, business income, but it really needs to come in first to its own separate account. It's going to help you with accounting because you can connect it to the QuickBooks or whatever you're using for your tax software. And then, um, you know, the transactions are going to go through um, and it, it's just good. You you don't want to commingle your funds because if you do get audited or anything, they can come after your personal assets, even if you have your um, business as a business entity. That's another thing. So this just made me think of something from the question earlier. One of the reasons that you want to establish your business as an official business entity is for legal protection if someone tries to sue you. If someone tries to sue you and you do not have a business, so let's say you do business with someone and they something goes awry and they try and sue you, if you are doing business under your name, they could potentially take all of your assets, your personal assets that's in your personal bank account um, and or your house or, you know, like really big things. Um, so you don't want that to happen. And how you protect yourself from that happening is by having a business and doing whatever contracts agreements that you have doing the business under that. So if something were to happen, they can see your business and your business might not have anything. So, you know, they're not going to be able to get that much from you, basically. And they still wouldn't be able to come after your personal assets. So make sure that you are protecting yourself legally by, you know, creating a business entity um, versus not so that you can protect yourself from that. Um, yes. So I'm going to wrap up. It's about 30 minutes now, so I'm going to wrap up. But I appreciate you guys tuning in. You can catch the replays of this on YouTube and in my Facebook groups and by Monday on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And until next time, I will see you later. Thanks for tuning in. You made it to the end. We have more amazing episodes coming up just like this one on the Brand and Convert with Adrian and White podcast. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at brandwithamw and learn more about working with me at brandwithamw.com. People always ask me how I scaled my business to six figures per year and now work full-time in my purpose. After a decade of being an entrepreneur and launching four successful businesses, I know what it takes to get your service-based business to six figures per year quickly. Start booking higher paying clients, automating your processes, and clarifying your messaging in my free training, Five Strategies My Clients Are Using to Develop Brands, Websites, and Processes that Grow Six-Figure Businesses. Secure your seat today at training.brandwithamw.com. See you there.